Hey everybody, it's back to school month, so in honor of that we are packing up, putting our brand new shiny new kicks, packing up our giant insanely large stink bombs and grabbing our demonic conch books and heading back to college. We watch Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies Go to College. We watch it so you don't have to, so you know what time it is. Greetings! What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me, as always, today is my co-host, my good buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. You know him, you love him. He's right here. You know me, you love me, and man, we've been having some technical difficulties. We've had a lot Oof. of technical difficulties today. Uh, it's getting rough. It's getting real rough. But um, with us today is a first-timer, a guest, first-time guest on the show, a longtime friend of ours, Mr. Paul Cochran. Paul Cochran, Paul Cochran, a uh, college roommate of mine. Which makes right. perfect sense that he would be on the show for the movie where we go back to college. Yeah. Where you guys really became close friends, and the stories to be told are endless and plentiful and much, in good cheer. exactly like the movie. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly like the movie we're doing. To the movie. Yeah, uh, which is Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies Go to College is the movie we're taking we, we decided to watch this week for this uh, episode. Kids are going off to college. Beware of the ghoulies, guys. Beware of the ghoulies, indeed. So, before we get to the movie itself, uh, we have a couple of things to uh, uh, to share, to plug, if you will. We, we got a plugs. Pl- we got a plug. We got a plug. We got a plug. Uh, you've heard us talk about this on the show before, and we're, uh, we're we've been there in the, fo- in the past. We're going back again, but this year's St. Louis horror, sci-fi, and pop culture convention called contamination this is the sixth one it is back on november 4th and 5th uh it will be at the crown plaza by the st louis airport uh we will be there uh doing interviews with the celebrity guests we will be recording a live show there at at, at, on the con floor like we did last year like we did last year uh it's a lot of fun i suggest everybody in the st louis area come out and check it out and even if you're not in the st louis area if you got time free if you're like hey you know what let's go do something let's road trip it or fly you can come on in from out of town, check it out. Uh, like I said, it's right there at the hotel by the airport, so easy to get to. Uh, there's going to be a lot of guests coming in, but uh, right now the f- ones they have... Uh, some of the bigger names. Some of the, the ones they have confirmed for now. They're releasing more as you know we get we go on. But for right now, we have Glenn Enos, who's a stuntman actor. Uh, he's known for his work on Deadpool, Freddy vs. Jason, and the Warcraft movie. We also have Brandon... Jay McLaren and Deborah Estelle Phillips. Now they were both uh, Power Rangers on various versions of the Power Rangers go franchise. Power Rangers. Uh, and then we also have the two people I'm most excited about so far. They were actually supposed to be at last year's con. They both had could, uh, had issues and couldn't make it, so they're coming back this year. We have George P. Wilbur, the man, the legend, the stuntman actor, the man who played Michael Myers, uh, and and just that alone is all you need. Like he's this guy's. The man behind the mask. The shape. The shape. The shape. I mean, and that that's just awesome. That's all I need. Um, 
And then, as well, we have Christina Kalib or Kalibi, K-L-I-B-E. She's known for her work in Rob Zombie's uh, remake of Halloween, along mm-hmm. Tales from Halloween. And she's the voice of Jenny Myers in the new Friday 13th, the video game, which cool. is, is awesome. I love to play that game. Uh, so, And they also announced that they will have a, uh, a cosplay contest on Saturday afternoon, e- evening. Uh, so come on your best cosplay, everybody. That would be a lot of fun. There will be prizes aplenty to give out for that. So uh, make it I, sexy. I'm, yeah, make it sexy. We want to see some uh, sexy Jason, sexy Freddy's, uh, sexy shape, sexy shape. Every <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess you can call it Michael Myers. You just just Michael Myers, like some hot girl in a bikini with a Michael Myers mask on. Hey, I'm in. You <laughs> I'm win. In. I'm in. You win. <laughs> you win. First prize. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we have that to look forward to, and uh, we'll be updating you more with more information as we as we get it, as we approach closer to to the con dates. So stay tuned. Stay tuned, indeed. Now, with that said, let's go on to the the main feature of this episode. As our Ghoulies, major, our, our major. major. <laughs> yeah. uh, that would be Ghoulies Three. Now, this was released straight to VHS. Yes, VHS people. Yeah. <laughs> on September eighteenth of nineteen ninety one. Now, I know it's ninety one. But God damn, this movie does not seem like a 90s movie. It screams 80s to me. It, oh, totally. Well, it, it's that transition. It's that weird transition period. Yeah, when it's going from 80s to 90s. Yeah. You know, but definitely had a a definite, like, uh, the last gasp of the 80s. Oh, yeah, I it guess definitely is a good did. way to say it. Um, so it was written by uh, Luca Barkovici. I don't fucking He's getting credit for the characters <laughs> along with Jeffrey Levy. He got the characters. And then Brent Olsen actually wrote the, the, the screenplay or the story. Uh, it's directed by John Carl Butcher or Bulcher. Again, butchering last names. Uh, he's got 18 credits as a director. Um, he's he's run the gauntlet of of of, of good and bad movies. He's done some very well known movies. Uh, he he did. Uh, yeah, well, it's, let's see. Um, he he directed uh, Troll, the, the classic. Oh yeah, not, Clo- not Troll Two, but Troll. The original. He also directed one of my at, when I was younger one of my favorite Friday Thirteenth. He directed Friday Thirteenth Part V I I. Oh uh, yeah, A New Blood. That's the psychic. That's one. That's the psychic yeah, one. I love that one. <laughs> I know. That's Kane Hodder's first. It is Kane Hodder's first. Uh, and he, he also has sixty five credits as a special effects guru guy on movies such as Hatchet, which is a great independent horror movie. Kane Hodder. Love it. Kane yeah. Hodder again. Uh, Bride of Reanimator, Ghoulies One and Two as well. And he, Sorry, directing this one. Terror Vision, From Beyond, Dolls. Now, here's some classic ones. The Garbage Pail Kids movie. Holy shit. He did the special effects on. Friday 13th, Part 7. Nightmare on Elm Street 4, A Dream Master. And Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Or also, if he did special effects for. Uh, ties right back into right Contamination. Back, yeah, ties it all together. Uh, if you really want to watch this movie, you can. It's easily available. I <laughs> uh, don't know why you would, but uh, you can find it on Amazon, YouTube, Google Play, iTunes, and Vudu. Uh, the cast, now, this, I will say this, like, um, the cast isn't a whole lot of names. Like, you're not going to, like, there's no big stars in this, but there's definitely people you might you know. recognize from the 80s, like character actors. And when I look at the resumes, I'm blown away by the sheer amount of acting shops and credits that these cast members have, and then they did this movie. Right. So first we have Professor Ragnar. He's play- the big. He's the biggest star. He's played by Kevin McCarthy. He's the biggest guy in the movie. He's the villain. Yeah. He's the villain. But, but also the biggest name. He, right. He passed away in 2010. This this fucker guy. He's got 207 credits. This guy was working nonstop his entire career. Right. Uh, in such great movies like Invasion, The Body Snatchers, both the 56 version and the 78 version. 
Inner Space, which is another yes, classic. I love that movie. Yeah. UHF, another classic. Yes. One of my all-time favorites. Yes. Adam's Family Reunion, The Howling, Piranha, uh, a t- another tie-in to a horrible horror alum. Uh, he was in The Rifleman with Chuck Connors from oh, Terrorist, yeah. Tra- yeah. Uh, Tourist Trap. And basically nearly every major 70s and 80s TV show you can think of, he was been on it. Um, then we have Aaron Riddle, played by Eva LaRue. She's got 53 credits, including Fuller House, their new Netflix <laughs> thing. Uh, then shows like Criminal Minds, the original CSI Miami. She did 102 episodes of All My Children, and she was in RoboCop 3 along with the TV show Freddy's Nightmares. Oh, sweet. Freddy's Nightmares was awesome. Yeah. Um, then we have Mookie, who was played by Patrick. This guy, I'm not even going to try his fucking name because some big ass French guy, like <laughs> Lab Yortua. I don't fuck it. <laughs> Labradoodle. I don't know his last name. Labradoodle. Uh, I apologize if he ever hears this, but <laughs> uh, 54 credits, 200, 208 episodes of Jag, but then classic age movies like Summer School, yeah. Heathers, uh, the Jim Carrey Yes Man. He did Dexter, Ski School, which is another great fucking A. Right, right there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Godzilla, the series, which I didn't, didn't realize. Know it was a series. And then Spider Man, the series, which I guess was a live action Spider Man wow. in the 80s, where he played Flash Thompson. Whoa. Yeah. He was Flash. He was Flash. <laughs> uh, He's a little short. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know the fi- the magic of film and TV. Sure. Uh, Veronica is played by uh, Hope Marie Colton. Now she's she was uh, her claim of fame is that she was a Playboy Playmate of the Month in July of 1985. I can see that. Um, she did a lot of 80s titty movies. You see, yeah. um, basically, and, and several Annie Sedaris movies. Now the 80s titty movies were just hold a special place in all of our hearts because they were kind of the precursor to. The modern day like Skinamax softcore porn before that was really soft of corn, softcore porn. It was just basically gratuitous. Any excuse to forget girls boobs. topless and mm. boobs. That's all. It was. It, they were just titty movies. Yeah, and that was it. Was like a you don't really see those in that. That was like a really a, a staple of like the early to mid eighties. Like just the, the titty movie. Yeah, you'd see like the lady come up and bah 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 bah. And then like whenever a show would come up, like boring. Yeah, you know, like, just like just, anything they can get to like. Yeah, it was, it was a throwback titty movie. Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, it pays homage. It, maybe it, it pays, pays homage, homage a little yeah. bit, but I wouldn't call it for one uh, throwback. Uh, and then we have. Uh, Mrs. Box is played by Marsha Wallace. Now, everybody should know her as oh, Mrs. Yeah. Krabappo and other yes. voice from The Simpsons. Hell, I mean, she straight up sounds like Mrs. Krabappo in this movie. Uh, it, it's straight up Krabappo almost. Uh, so that's all you guys say about her. Um, then we have what, just a ran- one of the random uh, 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 frat guys. He's played by Jason Scott Lee. Now, he's got 37 credits to his name, including uh, Balls of Fury, which I th- was a funny movie at the time. Uh, the Jungle Book live action mo- movie. Yeah. Uh, Back to the Future Part Two, but he made his real claim to fame he, when he was in Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, where he played Bruce Lee himself. Oh so, shit! Yeah. Holy oh, shit! You're right. Yeah. The, yeah. Holy yeah. The, crap. the Asian guy in this movie yeah. played went on to go play Bruce Lee. That's right. Uh, yeah. Holy cow! Um, then we have uh, another connection uh, to a previous horrible horror episode. We have uh, Griffin O'Neill who plays Blaine. Now he played Skip. In uh, the April Fool's Day movie, which we did, the 80s one. Oh, shit. Um, another, uh, we have Stork, who is played by Matthew Lillard. Oh, yeah. Uh, from Scream, who made, yeah. that was his big claim phase when he did the, the original Screams. And uh, I can't remember if he was in the sequel or not. I think maybe in flashbacks or something, but I know he died. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so this is his very first movie appearance ever. And he, I don't think he says he even has his own line. I think he just he chants himself with like in a group. Yeah, you see him walking around. He's like the nerd. He's the nerdy guy. Yeah, he's just there. Um, now 
we also have another first about this movie is that this is the first movie in the series where the ghoulies actually talk. And I wish they didn't. Holy shit. But because they talk, that means there are people that have voiced them. So the voice people are also, again, incredibly well-versed and like experienced voice actors who somehow got suckered into this <laughs> shithole. Uh, Rat Ghoulie is voiced by Bob Burgeon, 166 credits as voice actor. He does stuff on Robot Chick, and he's been in every, pretty much every major Pixar and Disney animated movie. You name it, he's probably been in it or done it. Uh, he was also the voice of Luke Skywalker in nearly every Star Wars game or animated show, huh. along with many other Star Wars characters. He was in. He did voices on Fraggle Rock. Uh, he's the modern day voice of Porky Pig. Huh. And he was the voice. This is the best of Gizmo the Mogwai, and he voiced several Gremlins in the original Gremlins movie. I thought that was Howie Mandel. Well, oh, according to this, it was. Um, now, Cat Gooley is voiced by Richard Kind. I'm not going to him, but he's he was famous for his role on Spin City with Michael J. Fox. He's also most recently the, he was the mayor in the uh, in Gotham, which is a good show as okay. well. Yeah, uh, you'd recognize him if you see him, but you don't see him. And then uh, Fish Gooley is voiced by Patrick Piney. 93 credits as a voice actor. He was mainframe in the G.I. Joe cartoon and movie The Smurfs, Fraggle Rock, Robot Chicken, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, and Toy Story. He all did. American Tale, Five Goes West. He voiced Harry in Harry and the Hendersons, the TV show. Which <laughs> there was a TV show? <laughs> TV show. He also Jesus. did video games, StarCraft II, Bioshock Infinite, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy thirteen, EverQuest II, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, and World of Warcraft. And just to bring it back to some more geeky stuff that like we used to do in our original episodes, yes. he voiced the Thing slash Ben Grimm in the 1997 <laughs> Spider-Man cartoon series. And he did the voice of Wolverine in the short... Pride of the X-Men, which was a short mini, uh, I think it was like supposed to be like a pilot to an X-Men cartoon that never got picked up. And I remember I had this on VHS. I watched it over and over again because it was like a once, I don't know how I got it, and I still have it to this day, but he did. He voiced Wolverine as well. Hmm. Uh, Man, it's pretty bonkers. There's a huge, that's 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 like the longest we've ever done. I know. Like cast members. And that's, I know, but for such a shitty movie, that's what like, I'm stunned at the amount of work and quality work that a lot of these right. people did, but then they were in this. <laughs> uh, what are you saying, Marshall? Uh, this is not quality? Well, I don't want to spoil anything. So, uh, uh, and then, We're going to college, damn it. Yeah, and then there are some uncredited appearances. Uh, one I'm going to save for later, but we have Barbara Ann Klein, who's a famous stunt woman actress. Uh, her resume is probably the best of everybody. It's insane. She's a stuntman in 106 Things, Superman 2, Bad Boys 2, The Italian Job, Red Dragon, The Hunted. Oh, I love that movie. I know you did. That's why I put it on here. <laughs> uh, the shitty wrestling movie, Ready to Rumble, <laughs> Scream 2, Con Air, Space Jam, Humanoids from the Deep, Sweet. Escape from L.A., Independence Day, Batman Returns, and Batman Forever, Weekend at Bernie's 2, Robocop 2 <laughs> and 3, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, and Friday 13th Part 9, Jason Goes to Hell. Wow. So those are all people in this movie with incredible resumes, but again, just fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no suspense. No suspense. All right, anyway, let's move on. We we rambled on long enough. Let's move we into did, the yeah. movie itself. This movie we opened 21 years ago with a very Beetlejuice-like opening shot. Uh, uh, right, uh, that was the very first thing I thought of too. Very, yeah. yeah, very mm -hmm. Beetlejuice. Uh, of this house, along with a title card that looks like it was ripped straight off of an L.L. R.L. Stein Goosebumps book. Cover. Yes, uh, it's, it's green. It's, it's drippy. It's ghoulies. Yeah, it just might just say Goosebumps on it. I mean, it right, really should. Right. Um, inside, we find Andy Dick, who locks himself in a bathroom. <laughs> okay, it's not really Andy Dick, yeah, but the guy looks like Andy. Sure Dick. Sure does look like Andy Dick. 
Um, and he reads an incanta- incantation from a uh, from a book, this little book. Now, for those of you who've seen the other two series, it's the same book that there was in number two. I, I I tried finding the first one. The first one's like impossible to find streaming right now. You can buy it, but I didn't have time to buy huh. it. So I just so I watched number two. It's the same little little book. Um, now, if he reads this, and this causes the most elaborate toilet ever, dude, uh, this to is begin toilet. to bubble. This toilet is awesome. This thing belongs in a museum. Yeah, uh, I swear, I think Michelangelo himself sculpted this toilet. This this might be kind of like the French architecture of the gargoyles, you know, kind of overlooking like a Notre Dame, overlooking your shit. It's yeah, like, this uh, is this is like one for your poop. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's, it's it, I would say I would love to have this toilet. Yeah. Though. Yeah. The only problem is it's one of those like toilets that has like the the wall the the uh, wall the tank on the pole chain with mm-hmm. the tank on the wall. Other than that, I would love this toilet, man. Yeah. This thing is like the wow, it's pretty cool. Um, so suddenly the ghoulies come crashing through the window, which is weird because they're supposed to come through like the toilet, but for some reason they come through the window, smash through the window, they come through the window and attack this guy. They pin him to the toilet, and right away we can tell that this movie is really it's going away from the previous two because right. Off the bat, it goes slapsticky. Yes. The ghoulies are basically the little the Stooges, little monster right? That's three exactly Stooges. Exactly what I put. Yeah. Uh, like the first movies, like I said, they don't talk. They, I mean, they they'll make some noises, but they don't talk. They might laugh. They might snicker. Yeah. They might they growl and bite. Growl. And now they're like, "Hey, what's up, bozo?" And they're like, <laughs> "Yeah." And you, all you hear is like bonk, chunk, chunk, chunk. You just, all yeah. weird, like, like Looney Tune. They're like, they're giving noggin knockers. Yeah. They're slapping. Oh, wise guy, huh? It's retarded. It's, re- it's super horrible. Horrible. When I'm watching this, I'm like, oh shit, this is gonna be a long movie. Yes, and it feels like a long movie. At least it did to me. The movie felt like it was like oh, three yeah. hours long. Um, like I said, we already mentioned, but they go straight into Three Stooges territory. And the puns. The, yeah. The constant puns. It wasn't even good puns. No, <laughs> Um, so while the Andy Dick looking guy struggles on the toilet, a comic book falls in his lap from the, like, from the wall mounted tank above him and he finishes the spell, um, which is weird. So I guess the spell is in both the little book and this comic, comic book, book, which where yeah. does this comic book come from? Just falls there's down. no, there's no backstory or explanations why, where this comic book comes from. Cause it's, it's not a, in the previous movie. It's a ghoulies comic book. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's just there. So, uh, smoke bursts up from the toilet. The room's filled with red and white flashing lights. Uh, the ghoulies and the, the Annie Dick guy, they're screaming. And then in one last flash of light, they all just disappear. Everybody's just gone. The camera pans down to show the comic book on the floor. And on the cover are the ghoulies kind of looking up at some, like, bigger boss demon guy. Yeah. We fade to black. We roll opening credits. Present day. Present day. Sweet. Sweet 90s. <laughs> yeah, modern day on, ca- on the campus of Glazer University. Uh, we hear some radio guy making morning announcements saying that today is the first day of prank week. And holy shit, is prank week something? <laughs> Love prank week oh my God. Cool. This is like the, Forget you know. Homecoming. Yeah. Forget graduation. Yeah. It's all about prank week. Yeah, exactly. Not, not Rush or, 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 yeah, Greek week. This seems to be the biggest deal on campus. Yeah. Now, also, like, we've all been to college. You guys, I know. And I got to say, one thing, we never had, like, the, the, this, like, the this, this guy, all I could think about when he's doing his announcement was, like, I'm thinking, like, Robin Williams doing, like, Good Morning Vietnam. <laughs> like, there is no 
morning announcements in college. There was no oh. guy coming over to loudspeakers on the quad like, hey, everybody, look out. Get your books ready. It's prank week. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> like, there's still, that doesn't happen. No, like, no. What is, what the hell? <laughs> so, anyway, the credits roll, we get the basic montage footage of various students. And then we start seeing the quote unquote pranks through this montage. And the first major one is so goddamn retarded and ridiculous. <laughs> it's the stupid. It's like it's not even really a prank. It's just a guy being a dick, really. Uh, it's just we see some guy loosen the mop head on the janitor's mop. Yeah. Who, by the way, is mopping outside? outside. Like he's mopping a concrete <laughs> yeah. walkway, which itself is just weird and stupid. Like who mops like concrete? Like just it's, I've never it seen anybody. So mop. weird. And uh, it was clean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looks like yeah, he was well, cleaning up a bar for something. Yeah. yeah, he's just mopping the mop. Um, so anyway, he the janitor then grabs the mop, and the head comes off. And for some reason, this causes the whole mop bucket to go rolling and bouncing down the stairs. All the way down the stairs. Doesn't fall over. Doesn't stop. No, it doesn't stop. No, yeah. not at all. And the janitor goes running after it, but this clumsy doofus of a janitor runs crotch first into a handrail <laughs> because apparently he couldn't see that. Because, like, why would there's no reason? Like, it's I hate this. It's so, so slapstick and ridiculous. It's like he just runs into it, like, with his balls. He goes, oh, as the bucket oh, continues to yeah. uh, go down, and the bucket reaches the bottom of the stairs. It's still upright on its wheels somehow, and it rolling races. with such force, <laughs> it rolls into this big, large. Jack guy who's like bent down, player, yeah. who's bent down, tying his shoes. Now, simple logic and physics here would tell us that the much larger man would easily and simply cause the bucket to just stop, right, when it runs into him. But, but nope, nope, this, this is, is not this, is, this fucking bucket. This is Ghoulie's world here, baby. It rams into this guy and knocks him into the bucket where he gets stuck, like ass first in this bucket, and he's still going. It's yeah. still taking. And him. the bucket just no, racing across campus. This large oh, dude stuck in it. Um, and he's heading straight for his old professor that, that has his head buried in books and papers. And the dude in the bucket crashes into the old professor. They both crash to the ground. The professor's books go flying through the air. Hit the One of the books hits some random guy on the head who's eating ice cream, which in turn, tur- this causes him to smash his face into his ice cream. And the girl next to him laughs. And that's, ah, ha, 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 it's so funny. It's the great, greatest opening ever. Fuck this movie. <laughs> Dude, this movie, it, it just doesn't stop. No, no. It's like this through the whole movie. This movie is a fucking cartoon. It's it's a goddamn Edward Looney Tunes cartoon. Cartoon stars. Yeah. yeah. I, there's, it's a goddamn Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah. It just it just doesn't it's like this all the way through. So we can't talk about it. It's like that that 30 second scene we talked about for five minutes because it's so insane. Uh, now, before we go, the that guy in the bucket, you want to guess who that was? I don't remember him, but that's our, I guess, that's another cameo appearance by Mr. Kane Hodder. Holy shit! That's <laughs> Kane Hodder in a fucking bucket. <laughs> So Jason in a bucket. Holy <laughs> shit. Jason's in Ghoulies 3. Jason is in Ghoulies. Who's a boob of a man yeah. getting taken away by a mop bucket. Yep. <laughs> Holy shit. It's Kane Otter. <laughs> oh, God. I thought, I was like, that guy's really big. Yeah, he's huge. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I know why. It's fucking Jason. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut to the house we saw in the opening, which has now been turned into the Beta Zeta Theta fraternity house. And we're taking... 
we go back to the bathroom, which is just dirty and disgusting now. And sitting in one of the stalls is just this guy who's writing on the wall. He's like a Polly Shore reject. He really is. Thank you. That's a great way. Yeah. yeah Paul brought that up. Yeah. That's a great observation. Well, he had the bandana. He was really rocking that Polly Shore early 90s look. And, the, and that hair, the, the long hair, curly hair. Yeah. yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Weasel. Uh, Kids, ask your parents. <laughs> yeah, uh, he accidentally breaks some tiles off the wall, which uncovers the Ghoulie comic book that somehow ended up behind the walls. Like, which, what? Like, how yeah, did perfectly he perfectly placed? Like, how did he get there? Uh, we see last time we see it's on the floor. I get that, but how does it get behind the tiles in the <laughs> wall? Uh, but of course, he takes it out. And he starts flipping through it, dude. As soon as he opens the pages, the door in the stall next to him opens up to reveal the Michelangelo super toilet. So this frat house has this amazing toilet. Yeah. So weird. Uh, just randomly in one of the stalls, just master crafted toilet. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he begins to read from the book out loud, and which begins the summoning of the ghoulies. Uh, but he gets interrupted and he leaves, ending the summoning, and nothing happens. So we cut to Skip Carter, our main guy. And his band of merry misfit lackeys, <laughs> the Beta Zeta Theta fraternity guys, they're walking through the quad, talking to all the yanks that they're gonna, they, that they've set up or are going to pull, and like like rigged water fountains and ejector benches. Yeah, it's like, what an asshole! Yeah, this guy's just a dick. Like, <laughs> there's there's these two people just sitting on the bench, like ejector seats in the benches, and they yeah. go, they like flops them over, and they go rolling down. Like, yeah. what a dick? <laughs> Frankly. Yeah, prank week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they call their pranks yanks throughout the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, yankers. I'm a yanker. I'm a uh. yanker. Uh, so now we're showing a group of the rival uh, frat guys setting up a water balloon prank, or which isn't a prank. It's just, they're just going to slingshot water balloon at this guy. It's not a prank at all. It's just being dicks. There's being yeah. There's no <laughs> prank here. Uh, which skip seasons? Oh, it's meant for me. You know, they're going to try to shoot me with this balloon. Watch this. But. Um, uh, uh, Ragnar and his secretary, Miss Boggs, are walking by, and boom, the war balloon hits Ragnar. Uh, Ragnar blames Skip for the war balloon and tells him if they get caught doing any more pranks that he's going to expel them all or something like that. <laughs> Dude, right off the bat, this feels like um, like that Simpsons episode. There's a Simpsons episode where it's just a brief cut where uh, they're walking around on college campus, and there's this jock. It's like they're showing a movie. It's like, your, nerd, your bra bomb better work, nerdlinger. And, like, <laughs> it totally like, it's totally so that. ridiculous <laughs> over the top. Um, so after Ragnar leaves Skip and his, and his boys are approached by the rival group, they, you know, they exchange words like, you know, Dick measuring all that. Like, oh, I better, you know, you suck. You say, you're a bag, blah, 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 blah. They're arguing over, like, being a prankster. Like, yeah. you think it'd be, like, a football player or an academic uh, or something. Nope. Fucking pranks. Right. And it's not like and the, the pranks are, like, you know, the, of course, the, being that this is basically an 80s movie, early 90s, that the the, the rival house are, like, the preppy rich boys, the pretty boys, and the, the good guys are lovable losers, stallywags, yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So the leader, Jeremy, he wears the prank crown, which looks fucking ridiculous by the way it's not even a crown it's just a it's like a lumberjack yeah it's like a lumberjack hat with like a bunch of shit glued to the top of it yeah um like a hillbilly's gesture hat yeah yeah it's like a lumberjack (laughs) gesture yeah it's a great way to put it uh so we cut to skip meeting up with with his girl crush aaron but she seems to be dating jeremy now uh so I don't know. It's like this weird back and forth thing going on between those she loves the king of the pranksters yeah (laughs) who will it be that's what gets her going. So, um, 
we go to Ragnar's class, which he lectures about Pandora's box, and it just so happens that every every Wait, can we talk about how okay. We- we open up on this oh, classroom, and God. it's like a third-grade classroom. Yeah. They're all going crazy. They're all noise. just going. No college classes ever like that. They're just going nuts. They're all yeah. jumping around. We were going to comment that. Throwing paper airplanes and all yeah. kinds of, like, elaborate toys. Like college campus. They're just going, bo- like, they can't contain themselves. They're <laughs> they so jazzed the for prank week. The professor has to quiet them down. <laughs> yeah, they. I, the professor, I, who's also the dean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's a dean, and he's also in charge of transcripts and graduation he's like a man of many hats yeah so not only is this classroom like a fucking zoo right now it also happens that every one of our main characters is in the same class yeah which we've commented on this before in other movies and it's i hate this this i hate this but we see it a lot especially in the high school horror movies which is and then is a little bit more believable but this is college there's no way you have every single one of these characters in one classroom. One class, yeah. Especially just some class. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, humanities, <laughs> and he's teaching them about like Pandora's box and like good and evil what? and all these weird like demons. Like, what humanities is this? He's just going off on a rant. So, anyway, <laughs> um, the kid who found the comic book, he's in this class too, of course. Uh, Ragnar takes the comic away from him after he catches the kid reading it. And again, I swear, just. <sighs> I mean, you know what? Fuck it. We are talking about it. It's no one acts like they're in college in this lo- in no, this movie. It, they act like they're fucking five. Yeah. Um, Ragnar mockingly begins to read from the book, and we're taken back to the super toilet. And again, we see the ghoulies start to emerge from the toilet, but Ragnar again slaps the book closed, once again prematurely ending the summoning. Uh, Ragnar gets pranked one more time as an inflatable alligator raft bursts out from his podium. Which I actually had that raft when I was a kid, by the way. Yeah. I had that one. It yeah. was actually I kind of like that one. I thought it was good. Sweet. Yeah, the alligator raft. Were awesome. Cool kids had those. Yeah, cool yeah. kids had those. Yeah. Marshall's like, I was one of the cool. I kids. was one of the cool kids. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank, thank you, Paul, for uh, no problem, validating my coolness. <laughs> yeah, validating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this sets him off, and he angrily reminds all his students. Yeah, this is where we talk about. This is where he tells him, like, I'm in charge of graduation and 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 your transcripts, and I'm the dean. I can do all this, and blah blah blah, and. If they continue this prank wall, then an axe will fall and all that, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So we go back to the BZT house, the Bayzea Theta house, where they're having a party. Party yeah, time. They're partying hard. Uh, meanwhile, Ragnar is in his office, grain papers. He picks up the comic book. Uh, we go back to the party where the kid who found it is making out with this cute blonde girl who turned out to be Veronica. Uh, they decide to head up to Skip's room, which They are making out hard, hard on yeah. that couch. They are getting hot and sweaty, and there's... Like, I like how there's just like dudes eating pizza watching them. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, now, I, I find this weird that why would they go to Skip's room? Like, why not just go to his room instead? Like, I don't know why you. I guess. If you want to go bang this girl and you want privacy because you're leaving the party, and you're like, oh, I want to go bang this girl and be uninterrupted. Don't go to somebody else's room where they can just easily walk. Go to your room where you can lock the door and maybe, have privacy. Maybe that's Skip's thing, man. Maybe he likes to sleep in the you know, not sloppy Skip's. second sheets. I feel like she you know? wanted to work out. Yeah, she's like, let's go to the workout room. Or Which also like Skip's better. Yeah. 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 Like they're on the bicycle and then when he's in the bed. Oh, yeah. We got to talk. We're coming, when we come to that, yeah. we're going to talk about this yeah. fucking sex scene. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, now Officer Barkus shows up about the noise. Uh, again, he's very noticeable. He's a very recognizable character, character actor from actor. the 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. Stephen Lee is the, the guy who plays him. Uh, Skip Smooth talks him a bit. Barkus tells him that he was assigned to watch them 
double duty. Like I've assigned double duty to watch you guys. You know, make sure there's no pranks going on. Yeah, it's like he the the security officer shows up and. You know, they, they're having a huge party. So what they're like, oh, shit, we got to, you know, security's here. Look out. What do they go and hide? The sex doll. Yeah. They're not worried about the drinking. Well, maybe, not it's, not, maybe it's not a dry campus. They're, they're like, whatever. <laughs> you know, they, just, they don't care about anything, but we got to hide the sex doll. Hide the sex sex doll. doll. Um, so anyway, I'm going to pop a little uh, Miller Lite for this uh, yeah. first episode. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway. 2001. 2001 Miller Lights. Uh, so yeah, so back we to Bagner, and, and he was somehow now made a connection between the the boss demon on the comic book cover and some demon in one of his old books, which what like uh, it's like he becomes so Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. now he's got this like great like library full of like ancient texts about all like bizarre occult demons. and demons. Yeah, like, what? There's no backstory. This guy's like he's te- supposed to be a humanities, he's a humanities teacher. teacher, and now he's like. A Double worshiping a cult leader. He's so like in the black arts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Uh, so anyway, he's very intrigued and curious about this. And uh, we go back to Skip's room. Uh, and the, the bathroom dude, who we eventually learned his name is Wesley or something. But mm. at this point, we don't even know his name. Um, and uh, Veronica, they're fucking on a goddamn stationary bike, which seems like the most uncomfortable and unappealing yeah, way to have sex. Right. Like, yeah. Like, how do you, yeah. how would you even do that? Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know why you even think that'd be a gritty. And later they're like trying to have sex on a treadmill, which is even more insane. While, while the treadmill is on, on yeah, while, while they're walking, on, walking yeah. backwards, she's trying to walk backwards on this. One. He's trying to bang her. Like this is the weirdest. <laughs> like I don't think they know how sex works. Like I really don't. <laughs> That's not how you do it, guys. Uh, is so, this it? <laughs> so downstairs, Skip re-enters uh, the house. He opens up a closet door, and a naked girl stumbles out. With her head stuck in the head of a mounted deer, which how this is even <laughs> possible, I don't have a fucking clue. Yeah, so ridiculous. It's uh, yeah, it is. This is all cartoon. But she comes out with titties out. Oh, titties yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Boobs. you got the yeah. boobs there. Yeah, and that's basically the whole reason the movie's rated R. Yeah, is because there's tits. I, I was thank you. I, was, I meant to comment that. Just this about. would be PG if it weren't for the tits. Yeah. It, it's there's no. Yeah, the lane, there's a few bad words, but there's not, barely even bad barely, words. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that. Yeah. It's just the boobs. It is. It's paying homage to the titty shows, the, titty. the titty pictures of the eighties. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> uh, of course, this skips like behind her, got her behind, like holding her from behind, trying to get the you know help her get the deer Stag head off head her. Off, yeah. uh, but of course, this is when Aaron walks in and sees what's going on. So of course, it looks like he's of like course. feeling her up or trying to get with her. Uh, he just tosses the girl back in the closet <laughs> and like, goes after Aaron to try to explain himself. Um, she tells Skip that she can't be with him because she can't see herself being with a guy who only cares about being king of the pranks. Um, up rolls Jeremy on his sweet scooter. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> powder. Buzzes on up, yeah, buzzes up on a powder blue scooter. <laughs> it's got to be like 50 cc's. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like this is the type of guy who should be showing up in a convertible. Yeah, you know yes. that's the kind of guy they're portraying him as. Is you know like the preppy. He's yeah. got the good hair. Probably from the rich family. Oh yeah, he's and he shows up on this. Fancy car. He shows up with this piece of shit scooter. <laughs> Vespa. I know. <laughs> it's like some Chinese made piece of junk. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Aaron gets on the two of them right off. You know, which is kind of weird 
that she says, I can't be with you, Skip, because all you care about is being king of the pranks. But yet she goes off with the guy who is currently, currently the king of the prank. Who is he's cur- the current king. He's the current king. So, <laughs> fucking bitches, man. What do you mean? <laughs> they bitches don't know be what tripping. they want. Bitches be tripping. So, we go back to Ragnar, who is now reading a spell. Uh, which, once again, be- it's not even from, like, the comic. He's reading from, like, a book now. Yeah. Um, and he starts summoning the ghoulies again through the toilet. And this time he actually finishes, this- the spell gets finished. The ghoulies come out of the toilet and immediately go right back into the Three Stooges Immediately. Stick. They're just, More like, head clunk, hey, clunk, hey, wise guy, yeah. <laughs> Like, without, like, just as soon as they're there, they're just on. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So downstairs, everyone decides to leave the party to go out yanking, uh, leaving. <laughs> Wes- chant, yank, yank, yank. yank. <laughs> <laughs> so they leave uh, Wesley and Veronica alone upstairs. The ghoulies find them messing around in the bed and are, but then are teleported to Ragnar's office by Ragnar because he says like another spell is like. Basically, just appear before me. Yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, they, so that scene where they're they're creeping up on them when they're in bed, but her ass is in the air, like moving back and forth, yeah. and they're like, whoa! They're like dumbfounded. Yeah, they're mesmerized by the ass, and they're like walking forward towards it. Nice ass, by the way. Yeah. Oh, her Veronica's body. She's a Playboy model. She was very attractive. Oh, she is. She's hot. She's, she's I mean, favorite. she's she is beautiful. She's got a great body. Favorite character. Um, so. Anyway, yeah, so they're they're summoned to uh, uh, to Ragnar's office, but Ragnar freaks out when he sees them and shouts, "Get away from me!" Um, and they disappear. And then again, they teleport away and they end up right back in the bathroom. Um, Wesley and Veronica are still going at it. Uh, we finally see her boobs. We actually see her boobs. Like I said, are really fucking nice. They're yeah. like perfect. Uh, he gets up to check the house out for a noise that they heard. He hears the noises. He hears the ghoulies. Yeah, yeah. and of course he ends up in in the bathroom. Um, the fancy toilet is filled with something that he thinks is vomit, uh, which, for, regardless of what it is, what's he just, he lowers his face yeah, gets right practically down, in down into the toilet bowl for a better look yeah. at this. Like, just inches away. Yeah, like, no, don't do that. Like, face first, not with a stick or a hand or like, anything. Yeah. Regardless of what first. it is. Don't even get like if, yeah. if it's shit, gonna, if it's vomit, whatever. Don't ex- just like flush that shit or are, like are walk you gonna away. Fix this clog with your face. Yeah, like, yeah. What is he gonna do? <laughs> like, let me get a good whiff of that. Yeah. Um. So the uh, at this point, the main ghoulie, his arm shoots out from the toilet, from the gunk of the toilet, uh, grabs Wesley's face, saying the uh, falling back into the stall while the the ghoulie leaps on the kid's chest. And, but then he runs off for some reason. Like, yeah. You attack him and then runs like, away. I gotcha. See ya. Which yeah. is really weird. Uh, Wesley turns around and is face to face with the main ghoulie and the cat ghoulie. Uh, he turns to leave, but he's blocked by the rat ghoulie holding a, an old toilet brush. Uh, rat ghoulie hits Wesley in the junk with the toilet brush, causing the kid to fall to his knees, cross-eyed, going, oh. And he does say. Two balls, one strike. Yeah, yeah. which I kind of like. I like that one. It's a good pun. Uh, good singer. Yeah. That was a good one-liner. Uh, the then approaches Wesley with a toilet brush raised, but we cut away before we see anything happen. We cut back to Veronica, who is now dressed and working out on a row machine and listening to her Walkman. <laughs> like, she's like, working out, like, like, hard. Yeah, it's like, you just were getting about to have sex, and then you go, like, I gotta get... Gotta, gotta, get, gotta, get, gotta keep that heart rate up. So, uh... 
I mean, God bless her because her bio looks amazing. Yeah, it, maybe so it's whatever she's doing, it's working. Keep it up, baby. Uh, she does stop to look at her watch and then impatiently shouts out, "Wesley, are you in the toilet?" Uh, we cut back to the bathroom where we see Wesley literally stuffed into in the, the toilet. toilet. Leg in the air. Yeah, head his head sticking out. out. He's got one arm and one leg sticking out of the toilet, but somehow. He is still alive, even though the sheer amount of bodily trauma that right. he would suffer in order to squeeze him into the toilet like that would kill him alone. Basically folded in half, and yeah. he doesn't seem too upset about it. He's like, dude, dude this isn't cool. Yeah, he's like, dude, come on, man. Hey, buddy. <laughs> uh, so the ghoulies are staying around him. The rat ghoulie pulls the cord on the tank, flushing the toilet, which sucks Wesley down into the toilet. He's dead now. So now the ghoulies are roaming through the house, spouting off more Three Stooges-like dialogue. It's nonstop. Uh, they open a closet door, and a pile of clothes fall on top of them. When they emerge from the pile, each ghoulie is now dressed in very 80s clothing. Perfect outfit. Which, how do they fit the ghoulies? I, I know. It's like, these are supposed to be yeah. human clothes, and the ghoulies are, like, maybe two feet tall at right. best. Like, two, yeah. three but feet tall. perfectly fit. Close, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, and like genre, like there's a punk rock one. There's like a frat boy one. And, and then, then there's like, like the, a the goofy like, jester one. Yeah, it's it's like they have perfectly coordinated outfits. Yeah. Uh, so they start wrecking havoc throughout the house, breaking, smashing pretty much everything they they see. They're just fucking shit up. And they're fighting between themselves. Stereo. Oh know, yeah. The Bruce, the Bruce Lee. Yeah. J- the Bruce Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce yeah. Lee. During the party scene, Bruce Lee was trying to hit on girls. Dress chicks with his stereo. stereo. Yeah. No one was having it. Oh. Uh, Poor guy. And then the ghoulies have to go and fuck it up. So they find a large refrigerator filled top to bottom with Miller and Mil- and Miller Lite beer. Uh, the ghoulie cat ghoulie takes one, and to no one's surprise, just like every cartoon slapstick style. The entire wall of beer comes crashing, crashing down, down, buries them. It's it's a fridge full, all the way full of Miller Lite and MGD. Which yeah. I, I I don't buy that. That's fine. I did that in college. I, I would st- we have a fridge. I one time I remember for a part. I just it was nothing but beer in there. I mean we've all done that. Sure, but it's just kind of funny to see like it's just and like it's a perfect ad. Yeah. I wonder how oh, much they paid for that. Yeah, it's the only yeah. beer you see. Oh, yeah, uh, so. Uh, our market, our target demographic is people who watch straight to VHS Ghoulies Three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which also, by the way, Miller Miller Lite, I thought was an odd choice. Uh, I obviously they they're a company who paid to be in there, but for college, like when we were like that, no, I didn't know anybody in college who drank Miller Miller Lite. It was all Budweiser, Bud Light were the main two, and then really after that, it became down to like Coors Light and Natty Light, be- yeah, or Keystone, yeah. Natty Light and Keystone, because it was so goddamn cheap, and you get so much, you get like a thirty pack for like ten bucks, yep. and like that's all you would get, that's all you needed. We've been known to put away some stones in college. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was like, that's an odd choice for for college kids, but whatever. Um, but thinking of the beer, did anybody else notice like, okay, when the when we f- see the fridge open, the cans are unopened, they're full, and then when they all pile down on top of them, they're yes, like they're empty and crushed, crushed up, they're, they're crushed up and crumped yeah. and empty. It's like, what happened? Were they just stacking their empty? Yeah. In the fridge? They're like, why? Yeah. So we cut to the Gamma House, which is the the, the rival preppy fraternity house, where Skip and his best friend Mookie spy behind a car and watch Jeremy and his boy have a pee race on the front lawn or. While the other two guys pace back and forth, guarding the place, they're like, guarding the place with with, with khakis on and baseball bats. Yeah, they're, they're like the like the uh, what the the guards of the the British Palace, you right? Know, just <laughs> marching back and forth. Um, now, on a side note, you guys like, you guys weren't in a fraternity, but uh, uh, I gotta say this: I found this incredibly disrespectful 
for Jeremy and his boy to be pissing on the own their own lawn in front of their house. Like, I have pissed in a lot. I mean, a lot of different places when I was drunk in college, <laughs> uh, and many of them places I should not have. When I, but um, I never pissed on my own fraternity house's yard like that. Like you just wouldn't do that. Where's the weirdest place you pissed? You seem to have a pretty good like like recollection of this. I've pissed in many places. Some uh, of them I shouldn't have. Where's the weirdest one? Uh, let's see. I pissed into a fountain. Ooh. I pissed off the back like hill on trying to piss onto the president of the college's house. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I pissed on people's cars. I'm not proud of this, by the way. Uh, I'm not proud of this, but these were things that happened in college. All right, man, you got it. Alcohol. But never on his fraternity's lawn. Exactly. Never. Never. On the fraternity lawn. <laughs> uh, we go, so we go back to the ghoulies. They're drinking. They're getting drunk at the beta house. And one of them ends up drinking Drainex for some reason. Yeah, like, it, it's supposed to be a gag. It's supposed to be the gag. It's like they drink Drano, and it's like, oh, my ears are steaming. Oh, yeah, oh. And it's, it's, again, it's, it's just like cartoon. Like, smoke. Yeah. You, like, you, you just want to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. noises. They're like. You know, smoke coming out of the ears and nostrils. It's pretty or good fire engine noise you just made. I was pretty impressed. <laughs> well, I'm glad because I thought it was going to sound like shit. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, it's just another stupid gag. Uh, so Skip and Mookie, they come across Jeremy's scooter. Uh, and apparently this rival frat house has a massive, almost like warehouse-sized garage attached to it. Uh, that also houses, for some reason, a large, mi- almost military-grade garbage truck. Yeah, this thing, like, it looks like a military transport. Yeah, but it's a garbage truck. Yeah. Like, why is this in the garage of a fraternity house? And Full second, of garbage. Second of all... With their name on it, with right? their Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Why? Gamma garbage. Gamma, yeah. Like, none of the fraternity houses at my school had garages. Yeah, they're big <laughs> fancy houses, but they didn't have garages. Like, what is ha- what is going on at the school? Like, yeah, where is this? Yeah, and sheer, I just can't get over the side. I mean, it's a fucking warehouse attached to this house. Like, goddamn. So anyway, Skip and Mookie begin messing with the scooter and wiring it to the truck. And the whole gag is that when he tries to start up and drive off, it will like, it's kind of like a Back to the Future. It's gonna, it's gonna like yeah. pull all the trash it's on top. Pull of Pull the them doors or... open, the trash will fall. On the yeah. Scooter. So instead of manure, it's it's trash. Um. So after Skip and Mookie leave, the ghoulies. They pop up from the garbage truck. So how, again, how Somehow, the fuck they got here? They got out of the do- out of the frat house that they were partying at, yeah, which we just to- saw them drinking yeah. at Drano and the frat house. <laughs> so and then they cruise on over to the garbage the, truck at the other frat house. Yeah, which who knows? We don't even know. We have no. We get no sense of distance, like where yeah. where they are in relation to each other, or even but time. You, yeah. But you get the sense that they're not really that close together. It's not like for Trey Roller, like they're like next door, two houses down. And it, it almost makes it seem like it's kind of. A few blocks away, maybe in the other side of campus. You don't really know. But, yeah, but they just show up in the back of the garbage truck. Uh, <sighs> I don't. The ghoulies then. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I know. You're I, like. I don't want. I don't, I don't want to do this. But the ghoulies. Uh, <laughs> I really don't want to do this. <laughs> the ghoulies end up uh, trashing the bike, tearing apart yeah. the scooter. Yeah. Uh, so, regardless. Uh, and, and Rack, he takes a sledgehammer to it. And. Uh, the next morning, all the betas return home, still drinking, by the way. So I gotta give them credit; they they, they all drink apparently. Had a boy. Uh, once inside, they see the sheer level of destruction that the ghoulies left behind. 
Skip and Mookie head off to find Wesley. They're like, well, he had to be with Wesley. We'll get answers was, from him. He was the guy who was supposed to watch the frat. Yeah, yeah but of course, Wesley. of course, they can't find him because uh, he's got stuck down a toilet. <laughs> uh, so the fat guy of the house, he rushes out, freaking out over the fact that all 2,001 beers have been drunk. So there, there's the 2001. Not only they trash. Not only they trash the place. They don't care about that, but the beer's gone. Now, it's kind of funny. I just now thought of this. That scene when the ghoulies open up the fridge and it's like... Yeah, it's the, like the 2001 The 2001 State Odyssey. Odyssey music is playing and it was 2001 uh, beers. But, um, again, I guess I say, really, I, I know it's nitpicky, but there's no way that fridge holds 2,000 no beer cans. I mean, plus the wall we see is maybe 100 beer cans. And like, maybe, a little more. Like, there's 2,000. It's still fun. Come on. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so we cut to Veronica's room, Veronica's room in her sorority house. Um, Skip's asking her if she's if she's seen Wes lately, and she's like, "Skip, tell Skip that he just skipped out on her." A lot of skips there, but uh, and then she drops her robe to reveal what she's that she's wearing: a sexy matching black lace bra and panty set with garters and thigh high fishnet stockings. Who ghoulies? Because you know all the college girls were that to class <laughs> all the time. Hot. Again, Damn. I want to go to this fucking college. Right? What the hell, man? Right? I had girls going to class in, like, fucking pajama pants and slippers, That's not not fishnet stockings. Reeking <laughs> a patchouli. <Yeah. laughs> and this girl wants it. Yeah, she is, a, she like, a straight-up nympho. Wesley, who just disappeared, now she's on to Well, probably because she didn't actually get it from Wesley. He, he, so she was left hanging. She she, she's, is... got the, she's got the girl blue balls. Yes. Yeah. She got them. She got them blue ovaries or whatever. The blue ovaries. <laughs> the, the blue waffle. Oh, Anybody seen that one? No, <laughs> no, we're not going there. No. Uh. So anyway, yeah. So Skip, he she comes on to Skip, and he's trying his best resi- resist her. You asshole, Skip. But, Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. She launches her final sexual seduction attack by having her bra, quote unquote, no, break, bra broke, and it's a, it. and of course it's a front clasping bra. And like Skip, you have to fix it for me. So he falls for the bait, and he gets. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, he and just like the girl with the deer head, he gets behind her and start has like trying to fix her bra. So it looks like he's groping her. When of course in comes Aaron, who happens to be her roommate. In, yeah, yeah. Is, is Aaron's Veronica's roommate? Um, and so, and yeah, Jeremy walks into so uh. Jeremy and Skip, they exchange some words, thinking each other's response for the destruction of their respective property. Uh, Skip leaves, meets up with Mookie, uh, and Skip tells him that he's going to get Aaron back and also tells him that he doesn't think that Gammas are responsible for trashing their house. Um, they also spot Jeremy's scooter smashed and banged up and hanging from a tree on, on, the, on the yard. So can we talk about Mookie really quick? We can talk about Mookie. We sure can. So like Mookie's his buddy, right? Yeah, yeah. Mookie's little, like the buddy. Yeah. That's the true love story. Yeah, I skip think the Mookie skip Mookie. Is in love with Skip. I think so too, because they have a spat near the end, and they have that makeup moment. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I think there's something going on. And there. And Mookie is always on Skip's ass. Always. Like as soon as Everywhere like he goes. Mookie's right there. Yeah, I, hey, I th- buddy. I think you're right. I, I really think this is like a before there's it's more time. Tension between those two. There really is. <laughs> Seriously, they spend more screen time together. They yeah. they they lock eyes a lot. I mean, they, yeah. they bond a lot more. They yeah. seem to know what each other's thinking. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Two hearts, one mind. I think you're right, man. I think that you're, that's, that's a good a call, story, man. That's man. a true. That is. Um, so while they're looking at the scooter, Officer Barkus comes up, grabs him from behind, while the ghoulies we rewire Barkus's golf cart like security golf cart thing he rides around in he loves the golf cart though that's the whole shit yeah it's like yeah, his it's his, his it's his 
It's his. Uh, he like named it Betty or Betty something. or something. Yeah, yeah. that's that's his. It's his precious. Uh, and again, Bark is just again just warning them that he's watching them. I'm and, watching you guys for extra pranks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's not doing a very good job because no, he's caught nothing. Pranks constantly. Um, and he gets in his car, and when he turns it on, he gets fucking electrocuted. Blue lightning sparks like spark around him and shoot off of him as smoke and sparks explode from behind him. And everyone's just laughing and pointing. And when the smoke clears, he looks like a, a, again a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, his black. skin's blackened, his hair's standing straight up, and there's smoke bellowing out of his mouth. It's just it's God, ridiculous. Fucking cartoon. Such a cartoon. Uh, later that night, we go back to Ragnar, who's still in his office. I don't think he's left his office in like two days now. <laughs> he's wearing the same clothes. Right. Yeah, he yeah. just lives there. Uh, he's trying to summon the ghoulies to him again, which he does. Uh, and But they're not happy about being summoned like, this time, and they, they threaten to, to attack Ragnar. But he holds up the comic book to a lighter, threatening to burn the book, and this basically scares the ghoulies into compliance. Now, Ragnar tells them that he is now their new master, and orders them to bring him the pranking crown, which will start a frat war to end all frat wars. So that's his evil scheme. <laughs> really? This, this is his master plan. Is to steal the prank ground so frats will ha- go to war with each yeah, other. Yeah. So uh, the ghoulies are teleporting into the Gamma House where they steal the crown. We go back to the sorority house where Barkus is warning Aaron about the up-and-coming panty raid tonight. And in this scene, Barkus just lets out his inner purr <laughs> where he offers to hold on to Aaron's and all the other girls' panties for them just, just for a few days. You know, I'll hold on to them for you so they can't get them. You know, I'll give them back to you, he, you know, he, maybe, maybe Sunday night. Or maybe he gets, Monday, his Tuesday. voice gets real low. He goes, oh, I, can, I can hold on to those for you. Yeah. I, I, can, I can keep an eye on them. He gets real. I mean, he's real. His inner purr is this. Let loose here, man. right? There was so much panty stuff in this movie. Yeah, the, like a good portion of this movie just revolves around panties and yeah. the bonkers that surrounds the power of panties. <laughs> yeah, panty raids. One point, the girls doing an entire laundry basket of a nothing pan- but panties. Well, that that was the bait for the panty raid. Yeah, I mean, that that's that was the bait. <laughs> but you're right; it's just an entire laundry basket of nothing but panties. Nothing but panties. Uh, so we jump to the ghoulies who have now stolen Barkus. Uh, Barkus' golf cart, and they're going on a joyride through campus, uh, complete with more annoying Three Stooges talking bullshit. Uh, they crash the cart off screen. Uh, we go back to the Gamma House where Jeremy and his sidekick, uh, I think it's Blaine, notice that the crown's been stolen. Jeremy says it's finally time to nail Skip and ask his buddy if he still has the key to the chem labs. Now, here's another fucking instance of students having access to something that in real life <laughs> would never have access to ever. There's no way a school would just allow students to have keys to potentially dangerous materials and areas at all. Like it's that we saw this in Nightmare Nails, where like the you know coach like, hey, just go on in, and use this the pool after hours all by yourself, <laughs> and you know go into the chem lab where all the chemicals are by yourself. There's no right. There's no supervision. No, yeah. No way. So meanwhile, Skip brings coffee to Aaron, who is studying in the library. Uh, he talks about starting the relationship over. That whole like, oh, I'm sorry, let's start over. I'm not the same guy. I'm I apologize for my past behavior. She accepts, and they set up a date for uh, tomorrow, the next night at eight o'clock. So, 
We also see now, we see Mrs. Bo I think it's, was it Boggs, uh, Ragnar's secretary, researching the, his the history of comic books in the most <laughs> generic and fake-looking book I've ever seen, simply titled History, history of, of Comics. History of Comics. <laughs> it's so, so fake-looking. It's so bad. Uh, Ragnar's in his office, still wearing the same clothes. Uh, there's a little more on talk. You can tell he's starting to get a little more unraveled. Uh, the ghoulies teleport in, give him the pranking crown. Ragnar tells that he wants them to kill him. He's like, for some yeah. he's like, kill me. They're like, and after some taunting, they're finally about to attack him. But that's when Miss Boggs knocks on the door and, uh, and and just rushes into the room. The ghoulies hide as she enters. Uh, she tells Ragnar all about the comic book that apparently is filled with literary trans with literal translations of ancient spells and whatnot. Because of course, that's going to be in the history of. Comic book, right? And this, this, you know, right thing. next to Superman, X Men, Thor. Hell, here's the comic book of, of demonic spells, right, 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 right there. Like Jesus Christ, come on, you kidding me? Uh, so, uh, Miss Boggs, she she uh, discovers the ghoulies. She freaks out. Uh, Rat ghoulie grabs her by the tongue and begins to stretch it, pull it out of her mouth. Her it, tongue is stretched out like, like ten fucking yeah. feet. It's ridiculous. It's, uh, it's so ridiculous. You, you cover it. I can't, dude. I just can't. He just reaches and grabs her tongue and just yanks it all the way out, wraps it, gets like, like a cartoon. Yeah, exactly like, like a cartoon. cartoon. Spins it around her neck and strangles her to death with her own gigantically that's long the, that's tongue. A, that's Great after tongue. he like does the whole like pulls the pose, lets it go, and then like the whole snapback thing, and then she spins around in a circle. Tongue ends up around her neck, and he, yeah, he strangles with her tongue. Oh my god. Um. Anyway, <laughs> God, <I just laughs> Marshall's losing it here. He's, he's barely hanging on. Uh, but Ragnar doesn't seem to care one way or the other about Miss Boggs just being killed and just orders the Gillies to co go cause more destruction. Uh, so he really, like, I, why the whole kill me thing? And then, well, he does mention that you know, kill me because if you do, I'll be able to bond with you and have all your powers. He he mentioned that. Okay. All right, but then he gives up on that real quick. Like, the secretary's dead now. He doesn't go back to, all right, now you're going to fucking kill me. He's like, all right, just get out of here. <laughs> yeah, he gave up that real quick on that yeah. one. So we cut to a group of betas sneaking outside the sorority house, getting ready for the paint, while uh, inside one of the girls is giving a pep talk to the others about tonight's panty raid and how they're, they're going to stand their ground and no longer will their pants get stolen <laughs> and hung from flagpoles and a real... <laughs> You know, General Patton type yeah. thing. I mean, it, it's straight up. It's like William Wallace on the yeah. battlefield. <laughs> they cannot, they can take our <laughs> women panties. <laughs> yeah, take our panties. Uh, Veronica walks past them and is like, fuck it, up to her room to get ready for a date. Which is weird because when she walks past them to get ready for her date, she's already wearing like a tight fitting, sexy little black dress with black thigh highs. What is she going to get ready? What is she changing into? Like a straight like ballroom gown, yeah. like a prom dress. Like what is she changing into? She looks pretty dope. She's super. Yeah, she's she's yeah. We we can't say enough how hot. Yeah, she is I know. This I'm going to keep talking about it. Uh, so uh, she tunes. She turns on some fresh tunes. Opens her window and starts dancing around while stripping down. She does a full strip tease. Yeah. For no one. No one. Yeah. Just no, one. no just for herself. This is how she yeah. gets changed. Uh, we see Pervy Bark is out in a tree like like a fucking owl. He's perching a tree branch outside, uh, looking in our window. 
uh, and then, uh, but that's until the ghoulies, again, fucking cartoons, saw the tree branch off and he falls to the ground. And then now the ghoulies Why are. The style? Yeah. yeah. And now the ghoulies replace him. They're looking in through the window. Uh, downstairs, three betas enter the laundry room, steal the uh, the panties. Uh, They're going for the panties. The, the, the laundry basket of panties. <laughs> Full of panties. But they get ambushed by the girls, and the girls proceed to beat them with pillows, pillows. and take feather off pillows. feather pillows, and they strip the pants off the guys. But they do all this while they're in their bras and panties, and, and some, some of some are topless all together. Yeah. So the boobs are just hanging out, yeah. bouncing, bouncing like, around. Oh, what punishment! Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Like, what kind oh, of punishment is this? So be? you're getting <laughs> you're getting accosted by topless oh, women no. with feather pillows, and they're ripping your yeah, clothes I'm off. Yeah. Yeah. Take these panties. Yeah. These beautiful topless women oh, are beating us with pillows and dancing around. Yeah, Nick is like, oh no, oh no, oh, no. I I need to escape. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. It's the worst. God, again, this is maybe maybe you're right. Maybe this is partially homage to the team movies because there's no reason why they'd be walking around topless and just it doesn't make boobing. any sense. Like, you're trying to stay in leave. your ground. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, this is awesome. Like, this is working way better than yeah. we thought. <laughs> <laughs> but now, naked. <laughs> so the ghoulies have made their way into the bathrooms where they watch three girls shower. Uh, we get a very quick cut. <laughs> it's, it's oh, like shower time. Yeah, We're all in a row. Yeah, They're all showering all at the same, same time. time. You guys gonna shower? Yeah, I'm gonna shower too. Uh, uh, yeah, well, they shower. all go to the bathroom together. So yeah. I guess they're taking showers together. Yeah. Um, so we get a quick cutaway to the pillow ambush with the guys. Uh, but when, but then when we come back, suddenly two of the three showers are just, the girls have just disappeared. Yeah, like in a matter of two seconds, yeah. two girls have vanished, yeah. leaving just Veronica by herself. Uh. The ghoulies now pull the old, like, three midgets in a trench coat gag. <laughs> uh, only, inst- only instead of a trench why? coat. Why even yeah, why? I, I guess to get high enough to do. <laughs> I guess. But they're wrapped in a large black sheet instead of a trench coat. And uh, one's holding a plunger. Uh, and they creep up onto the shower. Uh, Veronica finally turns around and screams at the sight of them. And this is when Boss Ghoulie smashes the plunger into her face. Oh. I need a deep breath here. Uh, <laughs> this is bad. And uses it to stretch out Veronica's face. Her face gets stretched out about three or four feet yeah. before it loses suction and she falls backwards dead. So, again, I kind of imagine, like, Gina Davis and Beetlejuice where she stretches her face out. Yeah. Only yeah. it's not as well done and not – it's just – the effect that isn't as good, sense. but she it snaps her back and she keels over dead with her feet straight straight in the up air. in the air, yeah. straight they up just, in the air. They just stay up, yeah, yep. stay up in the air. And then I think they make some vagina joke or it's hard to understand joke. them sometimes. Yeah, but they make some kind of joke. They that. talk over each other a lot and they, kind of mumble. they mumble. Yeah, it's difficult to understand sometimes. Yeah, it what really saying. is. Um, so that's it. Veronica's. Got her face suctioned to death or something. Uh, yeah, I know. I was, I was, I was kind of bummed. I was like, "Damn it!" Um, skipping ahead to Ragnar's class, like yeah. we're, we're back in Ragnar's class now. R.I.P. Veronica. And, and but nobody seems to notice that Wesley and Veronica are missing. Yeah, Wesley's been missing care. for like at least a day or two now, right. and yeah. nobody seems to care. Veronica is not there. Uh, Ragnar is lecturing about the about evil and power and how you can't have one without the other. Uh, and then Jeremy blows up Ragnar's desk 
which Skip gets blamed for and kicked out of class. Yeah. yeah, so he, uh, yeah. he got framed. He got framed. Quietly opens his giant metal briefcase. <laughs> Takes out yeah, his... Yeah, very subtle yeah, giant metal briefcase. With his gigantic you know, remote. Yeah, with his antenna. <laughs> That's like three feet long. It's so <laughs> big. Like, with you a giant this. red button on it. Yeah. You can see this from space. <laughs> yeah. But somehow this craft... Somehow Ragnar still thinks it's Skip. Yeah. This crafty guy got away with it. Yeah. Real subtle. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so basically, Ragnar kicks my classes. I'm gonna, have, you know, he's gonna have Skip expel from school. Um, and now I am gonna skip ahead here a little bit. But Ragnar is back in his office, showing a picture of Skip to the ghoulies. Now he's gone from wanting to expel Skip to murdering Skip. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like die, he's apparently. like, you have to murder he, Skip Carter. He just cranked it up to eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Too far. Too far. I mean, Jesus, talk about skipping a heavy <laughs> escalating. Good God. That escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah. So we jumped to Jeremy bragging to his crew about how he got Skip blamed for the desk prank. Uh, this is when Aaron enters and overhears him. She's pissed off at Jeremy for what he did, and she takes his coffee, pours it down the front. Hot, not hot coffee. This hot coffee. Yeah. This guy would be fucking mutilated. <laughs> like, this he's would. Screaming in pain. But he's, he's more like, like I'm okay. No, this is burning out coffee. Not just like toss it on, like pulls no, the pulls pants the out, pants dumps, dumps it, it down. In. Just, I mean, right on the junk. That's yeah. that's what McDonald's got sued over yeah. was coffee yeah. in the crotch. I mean, come on. I mean, seriously, he would that would like yeah. mutilate a person. Like, um, so and then she just walks off, <laughs> um, wanting revenge. I rightfully so. But <laughs> two, Jeremy tells his lackeys that tonight Skip Car is going down. So we cut to Aaron showing up at the beta house. She apologizes to Skip for not believing her. They kiss. They have makeup sex, which we don't get to see. Um, afterwards, Aaron tells Skip that she will uh, go with him to see Ragnar and tell him that it wasn't Skip who destroyed his desk and try to, you know, you trying know, to clear his clear, name. Yeah, clear the name. Uh, at this point, Blaine has snuck into the beta house holding a quote unquote stink bomb the size of a bowling ball. <laughs> this again, a cartoon bomb. It's a cartoon bomb. Miracle black bomb, bomb yeah. with a big wick. It's like right. spy versus spy type yeah. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and so... It just doesn't say bomb on it. Yeah, it, 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 it wish it yeah. would. Um, uh, mistaken, uh, the ghoulies mistaken Blaine for Skip, uh, and the ghoulies hit him in the face with a cast iron frying pan. I assume with this kills it with, it. Yeah. with fried eggs still in it. Yeah. Uh, sunny side up, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I assume this kills him because we never see him again. Uh, so that's all I can assume is he's dead. Uh, Cat Ghoulie throws the bomb out the window, which has been lit. Like, and this, when he throws it out the window, it's like the wick is about to go. I mean, it's about to explode. Yeah. But then suddenly it gets new life because this thing bounces and rolls pretty much throughout the entire campus. Right. Like it goes on a fucking Lord of the Rings esque journey through <laughs> campus. This just bomb bouncing around over the mountains through the bogs. <laughs> Uh, and on its final bounce, it bounces perfectly right into the passenger seat of the, of, of the golf cart and lands right next to Barkus. Uh-oh. Who does, like, the oh, double take. He's like, oh, look, a bomb. A bomb? Oh. And then it explodes, engulfing the cart in flames. It's a huge explosion. It's massive. It's a yeah, big explosion. I mean, they do, like, a far shot of this, and you see, like, the dumbest, supposed to be Barkus, is engulfed Just in flames. and burning. <laughs> But after smoke clears, we go back into the close-up. Bark just is still fucking alive and just... Blackface with 
Yeah, his hair and smoke. Yeah, his hair and smoke. His clothes are ripped and his golf carts in shambles. And all I said at this point was, God damn, I hate this movie. <laughs> Literally in my notes, God damn, I hate this movie. <laughs> Back to Aaron and Skip. They enter Ragnar's office only to find it all dark and creepy now. Uh, Aaron wants to leave and come back in the morning, but Skip's like, no, that'll be too late. Then we have to stay. Snooping around the office, Skip finds and opens a life-size sarcophagus, which Ragnar just happens to have sure. in his office, too. Humanities professors his always have. Of, his office is basically the size of, like, a small library. And it's it very- really is. It's, he's got, like, stacks of rows of but books. But it's there. like a dark art, like an occult. There's, yeah. like, skulls and old candles that are lit. It's like, very- shrunken heads and glass yeah, jars. It's like- weird shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> what a fucking weird office. Yeah. Um. So... He opens up and out falls dead by Miss Boggs, wearing the prank crown and her 10-foot tongue still wrapped around her. Uh, Skip and Aaron run out of the office. While fleeing for the exit, they run into Jeremy and his group of goons, which for, I don't know how they happen to know that they were in, Bar- in right. Ragnar's office. Like, wouldn't they have gone to the, the, fraternity the frat house, house or... first? Yeah. Like, why would they go here? <laughs> Makes zero sense. Uh, they grab Skip and Aaron. Uh, Jeremy pretty much orders his boys to beat up Skip. Aaron manages to somehow break free of the yeah, much larger your, man. Your steroid-fed stooges, and they're 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 giving him the once over. They're punching the stomach, and the funny thing is, he's being held, and he, he's yelling to Aaron, "Run! Go for help! As Go get help!" As held. she's also being restrained. Yeah, but it somehow it works. Yeah, she, she breaks free. Yeah. She breaks free. She, she was motivated. After a very short chase, about five feet, yeah. the guy just gives up. <laughs> he just stops. <laughs> Once she gets past the door, he's like, oh, well, I guess uh, she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of, that's a lot of running. Yeah. Sorry, boss. And Jeremy, like, puts his arm around him. Yeah, he's like, it's okay. Buddy. It's okay. <laughs> so, They're not very good stooges. No. They're not very good, like, goons, you know? Yeah. No. She runs for a phone to call for help, but doesn't get any help because she dialed 411 instead of 911. Um, so she tries again, and this time while the phone, Ragnar has emerged from the darkness behind her. He takes the phone from her and tells the 911 operator that there's nothing wrong. It's just prank week and hangs up the phone. Uh, and he also, he's like, he's got like food hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. At first it looks like a, like a Klondike bar or something or some kind of like granola bar or something, but he's just like food hanging out of his mouth. But I gotta say this actor, his facial expressions are fantastic. Well, like I said, he's the most, he yeah. has like two, over 200 credits, like but Kevin McCarthy the or something The way like that. he delivers his lines, his facial expressions are fucking fantastic. Yeah. It's so good. I was, yeah, I get for the quietest movie in the script, he, he did a, Great job for it's a ham for what he's doing. It's such a ham performance, yeah. but it's a well done ham performance. Yeah, I agree. I, I will. I will give him credit for that. I, yeah. I totally agree with you, one hundred percent. Back to Skip. He's still getting beat up. Jeremy goes into full Bond villain mode here and <laughs> completely lays out his plan to get Skip thrown, uh, thrown, uh, uh, thrown out of school for blowing up. Uh, uh, the admin building because they're gonna blow. Apparently, they're gonna blow up the admin building now. Jesus Christ! Uh, which is? Are you kidding That'll me? <laughs> yeah, fraternity. they're going from like stink bombs to like terrorism. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So meanwhile, uh, Aaron has broken free of Ragnar. She runs for it, but he orders the ghoulies to stop her. So they start popping up around her and cutting off her path of escape. Uh, Skip hears her screaming, but Jeremy thinks it's just another prank. Uh, Skip's like, "Hey, you gotta let me go. We gotta get to Aaron." And he's like. Uh, it says, you know, that bitch ain't worth their time. Oh. Now, hearing this turns Skip into, like, the fucking Hulk, oh, yeah, Hulk or or, or Chuck Norris. because You he start- called her a bitch. 
bitch. He, he, he <laughs> breaks free. Like, he just breaks free. Like, and then turns like so Chuck Norris. He starts take. He takes out all four of these people. It's four and one. And he's like throwing punches, throwing people over his shoulder. And then he takes out two people with one, <laughs> one punch. punch. <laughs> one punch. That's amazing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Don't ever call his woman a bitch. Oh, that's. <laughs> woo. So. I was expecting to hear, like, in the background, dun, 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 I am a real American. <laughs> <laughs> Tear off his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so drop a giant leg on him, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the big boot. <laughs> uh, so, Aaron, we go back to Aaron, who's now tied down to a table, and for some reason, her clothes are just tattered and shredded. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what happened? All of a sudden, it's conveniently shredded. Yeah. yeah. Like, Showing all tape, like yeah. her her, her, her yeah. boobs are still covered, but all, mostly covered. all midriffs hanging yeah. out. It's very yeah. scantily clad. Her clear. skirt's kind of torn up, tastefully yeah. ravaged. Like, she was tastefully what? ravaged. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Ragnar and the Ghoulies are staying over, surrounding her. Uh, he tells her that uh, he can call that he can call off the Ghoulies if she tells him who else knows about the murder of referring to Mrs. Boggs. Skip bursts into the office at this point. The ghoulies attack. Skip fights them off with a squirt gun filled with a goofy glue. Goofy glue. Could they not <sighs> the crazy glue? I guess or not. Or super glue. Just... <laughs> yeah, why is it goofy glue? Because it's prank week. It has to be goofy. Whoa. <laughs> 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 first of all, how would a squirt gun shoot glue? Like, it's right. so thick. Yeah, and I just, just wouldn't like, it just clog up the... Yeah. yeah. It's like, it just solidify in there? Oh. Dude, I wish, he, I wish the listeners could see this. Marshall has his glasses off. He's rubbing his, He's rubbing his temples. He just can't take this anymore. How? I don't know. No, goofy glue. So, yeah, they're, they're all like, and forgive me, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't don't they get glued in like the see, see no, no evil, evil, hear no evil, evil speak no evil? evil. Yeah, one, yeah. Is, oh, one gets his hands glued to his mouth, others over his eyes. Like, yeah, so. I kind of like that. <laughs> so anyway, he rushes over to free Aaron before a chandelier falls on her because the ad try add some drama. Like oh, what? Yeah. what? Yeah, like, this, this, this chandelier is falling way too long. It's taken yeah. forever. Uh, so the comic book is fa- falls to the floor. Skip picks it up, orders the ghoulies to attack Ragnar, which they do. Now during the struggle, the ghoulies and Ragnar spontaneously just erupt. With lightning or bolts of electricity, yeah. like for, for no reason Ragnar, whatsoever. Um, <laughs> uh, now whatever you want to call this, this stuff, they, they swarm around Ragnar and the ghoulies. They all fall behind a bookcase, and all we see are flashes of various colored light and bolts of electricity sparking up, like from s- behind the book. Smoke coming yeah. out, yeah. Uh, once it ends, Aaron and Skip slowly walk around the bookcase to see what happened, and there they find the remains of Ragnar. Uh, Ragnar is turned into a, a green, bubbly puddle of acidic goo, uh, leaving only his clothes behind. Yeah, like <laughs> skeletal hand kind of yeah. there. Yeah, he's pretty much liquefied. Yeah. yeah, liquefied, yeah. yeah. We, we cut back to the beta house as Aaron and Skip enter and collapse on the ground and like, oh, relief. Right back to the remains of Ragnar, and we see a large goo-covered hand pop up out of the goo. Guys, it's never over. <laughs> um <laughs> Right back, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, right back to Bait House, where Jeremy has now burst in to confront Skip with a fucking baseball bat. I know <laughs> he's swinging this thing around, but he's missing Skip. Uh, Aaron says she's gonna call the cops, 
and that's when the fucking front door just explodes. Just blows up. <laughs> like, I, like C4 just went off on the yeah. other side of this thing. It just explodes. I'm expecting a SWAT team to come, like, raiding into this place. <laughs> Flashing green light fills the room, and from out of the smoke comes the mutant ragnar Ghouli hybrid, which is just... Now. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous looking, but in the best possible way, I yeah. will say that. Uh, Ragnar has like this giant demonic head with even larger mouth on it coming out of his stomach, and his hands and arms are all fur covered. And like extra big, like really oversized hands. Yeah, yeah. and Ragnar is wearing the pranking crown on his head. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with this thing? <laughs> it's so... It holds all the power. <laughs> so... <laughs> the, but Ragnar starts talking, and the mouth, the mouth on the stomach. They, so it's like double speak. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like in stereo. Yeah, you hear the you hear the the, the, the demon voice and Ragnar yeah. like they're looped together. And the mouth's moving, and the mouth looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not, I will say it for again for the time for what they're going for. It's not it's it's not bad. Um, they blew so, all their budget on that. Actually. Yeah, I think they, yeah. <laughs> uh, the exp- and the and the fancy toilet. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the explosion knocked Jeremy out, just out cold, leaving Ragnar uh, to chase Aaron and Skip up the stairs. Uh, they all run into the, of course, back to the bathroom because why would if all the places run, why would like, we got to run to the bathroom where we have no escape? Yeah, and they try to barricade the door, but Ragnar just easily breaks just through it, kicks it down. Uh, the, he, he Ragnar demands a hand over the comic book. Uh, and he try try uh yeah excuse me. <laughs> uh they try to use Ragnar use control to, uh I can't read my note oh they, they Skip tries to use the comic book to control Ragnar but it has no power over him because uh and Skip then looks this is where he looks down at the cover which the cover of the comic book has now come to life as yeah! well and is yeah. laughing at Skip so there's a little puppet like on the cover oh, yeah. of Mouth, body and, head. Yes, yeah. and we notice Ragnar then has turned into the boss demon from the comic book. It's yeah, like right. the same thing. Um, and now I'm not sure what le- led Skip to this next course of action, <laughs> but he decides to roll up the comic book and flush it down the toilet. Now, I would think that if you're trying to destroy this, I would think maybe ripping it up would be the more logical and intuitive reaction. Well, maybe he didn't have a lighter, but yes, I agree yeah, with you. Yeah. Uh, reaction to this, because I that would actually destroy the book. Right. But nope, he decides to shove it down the Michelangelo toilet. <laughs> once West disappeared, too. Yeah. Uh, once he does that, the toilet pretty much becomes a vacuum and starts sucking everything down into it. Except for Skip. Except, Except for Skip, Skip and, and Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. I mean, they're fine. Yeah, they're standing right next to it. Yeah, they're right toys. Next to it. They were just fine. Uh, while the, the water turned green and it's like green lights are swirling around it's in the bubbling bowl. Bubbling and oozing. Yeah. Ragnar's lifted off his feet uh, to be by the sucking force of the toilet and gets sucked down into the toilet. And then a geyser of flames erupts <laughs> from the toilet. Cut to Skip and Aaron trying to process everything that just happened. Uh, Skip is also holding the pranking crown, I noticed, which even though I'm pretty sure that Ragnar was wearing it on his head when he went down the toilet. I love it. It's got Skip's like, nope, I got to yeah. like, gotta he, save the crown. See it, but you think, like, does he grab it off of his head? Gotta like, save the prank crown. Even, even though he's like, swore off pranking to Aaron, he's like, gotta save the crown. <laughs> so, um, now there's this loud crashing noise coming from downstairs, and in flies Barkus. Barkus yells at Skip about the bomb. 
But Skip goes over to a still unconscious Jeremy who picks him up and shows him and shows Barkley that Jeremy has dynamite, dynamite in his pants. cartoonish. Like three, yeah, like three sticks of dynamite. Yeah. It just doesn't together. say TNT on it. Yeah, I know? wish it did. Acme. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is what the dynamite they were going to use to blow up the admin building to frame Skip. Oh, my God. Would have got away with it, too. If it went for, went, went for them kids. <laughs> uh, Barkus hauls Jeremy away, saying that he's going to get kicked out of school. I'm like, really? That's it? That's it. I think you need to call it three sticks of dynamite after blowing up school property. It would possibly lead to prison time, not just expelled. Poor Officer Barkus. (laughs) Attempted murder. Yeah. (laughs) So attempted terrorism, really. Yeah. Pranking, blowing up school property, and possession of dynamite. All you're going to get is Attempted murder. You're you're getting off of campus here, buddy. Get out of here, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) You're a state's problem now. You're a state you. <laughs> uh, as soon as Barkus leaves with Jeremy, in comes the rest of the betas singing right on cue. I mean, Barkus is barely out the door when these guys come in. And they tell Skip that the judges picked him to win the pranking crown. Hooray! Who, I want to know who these judges yeah, are. The judges. What's how happening? Is, how is this happening? Yes. Yeah. How are, what is this judge done? judged. What's also, the criteria? What the winning prank? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, we want, I think we touched on that very game, but no school would allow this level of pranking to exist ever. And I, I mean, let's talk. You guys went to SIU Carbondale. Like, yeah. And this is back in like the late 90s, early 2000s. When Carmendale was a top five party school, yeah, Carmendale shut down for Halloween. You got they evacuated the campus because Halloween was such a problem, pranking, out of hand control. So I kind of relate that to this, where like you would think like, okay, we're either shutting down or we're not allowing this to happen anymore. But they're like, fuck it, let's just people are dying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, the boys all start chanting for Skip to put on the crown. You know, which he does. Uh, Skip and Aaron kiss. And then Skip yells out, let's party! <laughs> yeah, classic. Uh, and everyone again. starts dancing around as Skip takes Aaron upstairs. Because, uh, you know, right after you fought off demonic demons, people are being killed, explosions going off. All you want to do so is party. Dead. Dead. Yeah. All you want to do is party. Party. Yeah. And fuck. Fuck. <laughs> uh, the pammer pans all the way back up to the toilet. Where we see the main ghoulie's hand sticking up out of the toilet bowl, holding a Miller Light can. The ghoulie crushes the can, tosses it aside, laughs, then disappears back down the toilet. Uh, that is bellowing, bellowing out smoke. Roll the fucking credits. Roll credits. That. Oh. That. Is, is Ghoulies three. Ghoulies go to college. <laughs> go to college. Go to college. Their major is mayhem. Oh, God, I hate this so much. Anyway, <laughs> let's go on to favorite kills. All right, not a whole lot of kills here, and nothing, again, it's all fucking cartoonish, but what what we got? And we always let our guests go first. So, Paul, what is your favorite kill in this movie? Uh, I think just for the uh, visual of Wes. Sticking out of a toilet. <laughs> Leg and arm and, and head, head all in the same direction. direction. I think that was my favorite. favorite. All right, Wes. Aaron. Uh, well, I guess um, mine was Veronica, just because you got to see her naked again. <laughs> yeah, one last shot. I mean, basically, you know. that's it. Like, you have Wes and Veronica, and 
and Mrs. Boggs. I think there are like three people die in this movie if you don't count Ragnar. Or the guy who got killed with the frying pan. the very pan. beginning. Oh, yeah, and the frying pan guy. If he's dead. I mean. If he's dead. You never see him again. He's not like... You don't find him in the frat house right. later. After um, I'm probably gonna go with you. I think I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go with uh, Veronica too, because it's just, the whole movie's a fucking cartoon. It's stupid, but that's the stupidest. But that's the stupidest one. Yeah. Of the stretched off face. And feet up in the air when she died. Like when she's yeah. done, feet up in the air. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So I'm going with uh, Veronica for that one as well. Uh, so let's move on to odds and ends. All right, ratings, IMDb gives it a 3.6 out of 10. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, 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 Rotten Tomatoes, there is no thermometer score, but it has a 21% audience score, and Amazon gives it a 3 out of 5. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm speechless on that one. Uh, plot keywords, there are 29. I only wrote down a few. And, again, if this wasn't cartoonish enough, just listen to the first two. I mean, the first two one. Flatulence and burping are plot keywords. I mean, this alone doesn't sound like a horror movie. And the rest of the, th- the last three sound like a fetish film. Female nudity tied up while barefoot and girl in bra and panties. So, boom. Panty lovers are back. Panties. So, you have to have panties in this one. Yeah. In our, yeah. For anyone who doesn't hasn't listened to for a while, whenever we do our um, keywords, our plot keywords, Panties always shows up about about eight nine times out of ten. Panties is like it's it's maybe not that much, but it's definitely the most common word we've had. In if all there's a the girl in her underwear, panties will be on there, and sometimes they go so specific: blue panties, white panties, pink panties, black panties. It's crazy. The panty lovers and are, they've been multiple panties. Per, they've been I've had one where there's like white panties, black panties, gray panties, panties. Like it's yeah. So the panty purrs. Panty lovers love, you know, IMDb and <laughs> tagging keywords. Yeah. yeah, this is like the panty porn. Yeah, this yeah. is panty porn. Panty palooza. Um, for trivia, I couldn't find anything, which fine with me. Um, budget, unfortunately, I did want the budget, but there was it was not available. Oh. I could not find it. I really did want the budget for this movie. That's a shame because, I mean, there was some, those were, some of those effects were pretty, like, and plus the quality of actors and actresses that we, we talked about earlier. Yeah. Sure, a lot were probably earlier in their career, but not uh, Ragnar. I mean, he, yeah, was, he was. Yeah, yeah he was pretty right in the middle of his. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I agree. It would have been cool, pretty cool. But uh, we do get to move on to five-star reviews. Yeah. Uh, there were five-star reviews, believe it or not. Um, so five stars from Philip. I never write reviews, but Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies Go to the Couch, is the most deserving of, is the most deserving of one. This movie is what dreams are made of. Bad acting, bad puns, talking puppets, pranks aplenty, which they call yanks, and just a dash of nudity. Oh, and let's not forget the buffoonish campus police officer who steals the show with the physical comedy good enough to rival Chaplin himself. So if you're in the mood for a movie that semi-borrows from almost every college county made before 1990 and throws in three puppets who speak in Yiddish puns and vague Three Stooges-isms, Three Stooges-isms, then buy slash rent this today and gather some buddies and beers and be prepared to be wowed. Five stars. Man, that's the, he, Phil makes a good point. That movie is like just borrows from every single 80s university movie. This movie is almost like two movies. It's like... Those it's, it's like those stupid Wayne Brothers like scary movies like all those where they take all those like movies and 
spoof everything. Yeah. It's like this is like all that wrapped into this before those. But it was it, it seemed like there was almost two movies. Like they wrote like a prankster movie that's yeah that sat on the shelf for a while. It's like uh, we need to use. I wanted that. that I knew what I wanted to happen. Like they like let's just combine the two and get this. Just done. throw in some ghoulies. No. We have the rights to the ghoulies. We like, we have to throw them in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the wild fret. Yeah. And then from Carl R. Kenny just simply writes, great! Five stars. Yeah. Uh, but since that's all that really was, that was really entertaining. For my own sake, I also wrote down some one star reviews, which to me make much more sense. Uh, so, one story view from Nathan Eric Howland. The most stupidest movie I have ever seen in my life. I would never watch it again. Waste of time and money. One star. Yeah. And from HMSZ. This movie is not worth your time or money. I assumed it would be so bad it would be funny. But no, this movie is just plain bad. The movie left me wanting my money and an hour and a half of my life. I spent watching it back. I would not recommend this movie to anyone. A, an early, a, an early 90s horror movie expected to be the normal boob shot. However, this movie wasted time with over-the-top awkwardly placed sex and it took place on an exercise bike. The scene went on way too long. Nothing fun about the movie. The over, all of her story was weak and not very interesting. One star. So now it's funny, but yeah, they're just complaining about the movie and uh, bad grammar as well. So, uh, so bring, you know, let's... Wrap it up, man. Like, <laughs> You're having a hard time here, I man. Like, this movie is giving me like, an aneurysm. You're having a really hard You've been struggling through this one. You're just like, ah. Uh, so, yeah, let, 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 yeah, exactly. Let's go into uh, our fin- fi- final thoughts here. Uh, we always let, again our, again, our guests go first. So, Paul, what were your final thoughts? So bad it's good or so bad it's scary? Uh, I'm going to go so bad it's good. Oh, oh you. <laughs> 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 it was uh, it was, uh it entertaining, entertaining you know i didn't feel uh you know bored by it definitely kept my attention so yeah so so bad wow all right i'm all right aaron i like that kind of stuff i've always liked that kind of stuff like i like summer school that movie was fun uh ski school that was cut from the same cloth and then you had the ghoulies and i'm like okay this maybe could work and then they spoke and then oh they started to talk, God. and I was, was like, "Oh my so God!" It was it was so ridiculous and slapsticky and over the top. I'm like, "God damn, this is gonna be a shit movie, long to work with." <laughs> Into my heart, she saved it for me. Oh so bad it's good. All right. And the thing that reads the real reason, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's a shitty horror movie. It's not a horror movie. It wouldn't even be rated R if it wasn't for the titties, like the the scene where they're playing, like doing the pillow fight. I love that. Well, of course stuff. we do. We're guys. We of course we I love, love that stuff. Movies, not... <laughs> I'd watch this movie again, sure. But it's it's it just barely makes it. The only reason is power of the boobies. Power of the boobies. Yeah, I mean, it, and it was slapstick enough. The pranker stuff was fun enough that the silly part of the movie was fun enough for me to, you know, at least enjoy it. The thing I hated the most, the fucking ghoulies. They were the worst. That was the part of the movie. Yeah, I hate, you see a problem there. The I mean, so how do you make something good? The, thing, the whole part of the movie, the ghoulies, is the thing you hate the most about the movie. 
Well, we talked about it earlier. It's almost like two separate, like they mush two genres together, and I like the one okay. genre enough that it pushed uh, over the other. I've made no secrets about this for a while, I feel. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's my favorite movie of all time. Uh, you know, it should be Oscar nominated. Um, no, uh, I said this, I think I remember saying this about Leprechaun a long time ago, but I, I'm. I'm t- Recanting that and playing to this movie, the exception of the tits, which Darnold tits and Leprechaun. This is basically baby's first horror movie. This is the this is Fisher Price horror right now. This is bullshit. It's so cartoon. There's no blood, no gore, no scares really. Nothing scares. Yeah. I mean, absolutely nothing about. And like I said, Aaron I said it. If it wasn't for the boobs, this movie would be. PG, maybe PG-13 because the PG-13 didn't exist at this time. But even then, it's just... How this is even classified as horror boggles my mind. It is... It's more of a comedy. The only reason I think it gets the horror classification is because it is a technically a Ghoulies movie. And I watched like I watched Ghoulies 2 before I watched this one because uh, I wanted to see how they link together, which they don't, other than they're Ghoulies. There's no connection. Um, except for that book that we see. But otherwise... How the yeah. book from number two, where it ended up, and where we see number three, again, no connection there at all. Uh, but number two was actually a decent, like, well, bad movie, but a, a solid bad horror movie. Like, it was actually a horror movie. Yeah. I mean, Ghoulies are, you know, not in itself serious, but I mean, it was, it was more serious. It meant to be. They were killing people. They, were, they could kill you. They were, yeah. you know, they were, it was a more serious movie. They weren't talking, weren't slapstick. It was, I actually enjoyed number two better. This thing is just a horrible atrocity of filmmaking that I can't stand in any way, shape, or form. Um, the fact that Aaron and Paul said so bad it's good makes me want to like stab myself with a screwdriver. But um, yeah, so bad it's scary for me. This movie has no redeeming. Other than Veronica, has no redeeming qualities. What's the, is Veronica? Uh, that is it. I say stay away, far away, and all copies of the movie should be dumped in the desert with e- the copies of E.T. the Atari game and buried. So, uh, so bad it is scary for me. You know what the funny thing is? You actually own this movie on DVD. <laughs> no, I don't. Doesn't it come? It came in that like uh, disc, like with all the different movies on it, like a chopping mall. Uh, Ghoulies 3 was on there. Yeah, uh, I gave it to you. You own the movie. Seven, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you I thought it. you had a copy, too. Uh, oh, man. Uh, I, I, I gave it to you because That's right. what I we were it. doing was you needed to watch. Yeah, and that was the only way I could get it for you. It was Chopping Mall. Uh, yeah. But no, actually, I said that I do own I own this digitally. <laughs> I, I bought it because it was like okay, like it. Amazon had like rental for like three ninety nine. Like and then buy it was like five ninety nine. So I'm like, because I just case I'm because right. I, I might have to you know it might take me a while. Yeah, so fuck, I was buy it. Watch it again. Uh, but yeah, yeah st- we are booze, but yeah, fucking, I sadly own this movie. Uh, anyway, as we're gonna wrap it up this week. Aaron, tell everybody where they can find us. All right, guys, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, Twitter is at so bad it's scary. We can find us on Instagram, and of course, you can find us at horriblehorrorpodcast.com. Again, horriblehorrorpodcast.com, where we do stream our episodes. And if you want to listen to our episodes, duh, why don't I mention that? iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, and again. HorribleHorrorPodcast.com where you can stream it so and enjoy. And lovely. I loved it. I loved well, it. Well, jeez. Easy, Tiger. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Oh. Oh. Yeah, you are. You're getting a little Veronica here, buddy. Can you come fix this? All right, anyway, got it. Paul, thanks for being here. Uh, we appreciate it. This is awesome having you on. We uh, love having you around. In from out of town. In from out of town. He's in New York. Upstate New York. Really appreciate it. But just for the podcast, he came in for this. <laughs> but it was perfect timing. College I know. roommate in town I, for college movies. You, you, yeah. you would think, you know, I couldn't set you up. I might have actually set that up, you know. just <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? It's just uh, fun. Uh, fair. Fortuitous. Yeah. Fun coincidence, yeah. Uh, so anyway, yes. that's it for us. Uh, We're done. I can't take this movie. I want to go just do shots and shots of vodka and forget. Yeah, go, we'll go do some yanks around town. We'll, we'll go fill it. We're gonna go fill the downtown fountain with us, soap and, and bubbles. And uh, all right, guys. In the meantime, watch more horror movies and remember to always keep it tight.